0: Good day, afternoon. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Coffee with Clarissa. Now a big question in the mind of many eco-conscious people is about the quality and source of the food on their plates. Sasha's Fine Foods is an online grocer which runs on three guiding principles – respect for the environment, the delivery of the food and the animals. To ensure quality produce, Sasha personally meets each one of her suppliers and farmers to see how the food is sourced. This is going to be an interesting conversation given the fact it is a Friday afternoon and I am thinking about food right now. Money FM 89.3 welcomes Sasha Colin, founder and CEO of Sasha's Fine Foods, to tell us all about sourcing for food online, changing food preferences and of course, Sasha's Fine Foods. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. It's, we've already had a really fun conversation and we haven't even, we just turned the microphones on. What has Sasha's Fine Foods been up to?
1: Well, we're very busy. We've been going for eight years now and are primarily uh, involved in sourcing as many sustainable products as we can. More recently, the focus has been local. Mm -hmm. We're really trying to bring in more produce uh, from the farms around Singapore to people's plates. Uh, Historically, my searches have been global. They've been England, Australia, New Zealand and, and other countries. But, but more le- more recently, mm-hmm. our focus now really is is Singapore, which is amazing. It mm-hmm. kind of uh, really ticks the final box for me uh, in the sourcing of our products. well, that wouldn't have been possible several
0: years ago though. maybe when you started, that would already have been a challenge to find local produce yeah
1: i, 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 I found I found it impossible to be honest mm-hmm. there uh, I did look because I came from England, where the culture is very much about sourcing locally. Mm-hmm. And I arrived here, and I know it's a, a small island, but I hadn't appreciated that that really at that point very little was actually grown on the island. And in fact, I think ninety percent of the food consumed in Singapore was is, brought in. It was brought in. Was yep. imported. So I had no choice but to, to look elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And my search sort of started in Western Australia, which was one of the closest geographically. Sure. Um, and has taken me to, to many other places. But more recently, as I say, we've, we've come closer to home, which is lovely. I think that I've noticed in the last few years that
0: there, there is actually a concerted effort of the government as well as, as us, the members of the public, looking at that carbon footprint. We need to have locally grown produce. We need to have quality locally grown produce Because that is one of the places where we can address sustainability issues.
1: Absolutely. And I think the government have done an amazing job in the last couple of years of Mm -hmm. really bringing that to the forefront of people's minds. They are actually heavily involved in subsidizing local urban farms and vertical farms. Mm -hmm. Uh, The challenge, you know, they, they know that the challenge of land space in Singapore is there and also of water. So they've come up with some super creative ideas and working with some pioneering people to to make sure that they can produce more here. Uh, And they have big big incentives and aspirations. I think by 2030, they want to produce 30 percent of what is consumed in Singapore actually in Singapore. I think that's absolutely wonderful. We actually had a guest who was talking about that
0: um, as – as part of a, a greater initiative, I think one of the big banks was supporting mm. his business, um, and and it is vertical farms in in the urbanized areas. But it is to grow produce. I think that was wonderful. I want to see all
1: all the buildings around the Orchard area with vegetable farms on top yeah, of on them. On top, absolutely, and more and more are cropping up. I mean, we we brought in our first. Singaporean vegetables a couple of years ago onto our website, mm-hmm. and we are literally adding them almost week by week at the moment with new vertical farms in Singapore. Do you see a support for that? Do people actually look for, oh, that's grown locally, I want to buy that? Or? I think it's, it's hard for us to know because we are only a website. We're mm-hmm. purely online, so we don't have that interaction with the customers. Right. But what we do see, we have a range of vegetables that are from Australia mm-hmm and a range that are from Singapore, and the sales are neck and neck.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah,
1: so I don't think people have a problem with sourcing from Singapore. I think our job is, as we grow our selection of products, is to shout about it more, because I do think a lot of people... Particularly people that have come from overseas where they're used to that culture of sourcing mm-hmm. locally. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a key message and people really will want to support it. All right. We are speaking
0: to Sasha Colon, founder and CEO of Sasha's Fine Foods. Let's take a step back. Um, I'm trying to understand. You came here from the UK. Yes, that's right. Why did you start this business? What was this, the inspiration?
1: Uh, It was twofold. One was that I realized I couldn't get any uh, fresh produce delivered to my home when Mm -hmm. I arrived here. And that was a culture I was used to back in London. Mm -hmm. And it's how I did my shopping because I was working. Um, I also found that there was very little information on the products that I was able to go and buy. Mm -hmm. So in the supermarkets or the butchers, I'd ask questions about where the meat had come from and what kind of farm and how it had been produced. And people didn't seem to know. And... Mm -mm. I started talking to some farmers that I, I knew through friends in New Zealand and Australia and tried to figure out how I could actually bring it in myself. Mm-hmm. And I literally started the business by bringing in one box of lamb racks from New Zealand mm-hmm. and dishing them out to friends. And I think the thing is when you when a product is sourced uh, carefully and mm-hmm. it has been produced uh, with respect for the animals and the environment, nothing nasty has been added. It tastes amazing. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do anything to it. And so my friends all just said, you know, when can we get some more? Uh, and so the next arrival was two boxes and, and it And it sort of that. organically grew. It literally organically grew, yeah. And and I was doing everything myself to start with. So I was going to the airport to pick up the meat. It was horrendous days. I don't know how I did it. I was storing. Would you like to go back to it? No, no. <laughs> I, don't, I really can't believe I did it for so long. I mean, I did it on my own for two years. And I literally was storing the food at a warehouse in Jerong and doing the deliveries in my people carrier with uh, cool boxes and ice box, and uh, running the website myself, which a, a friend had built for me mm-hmm. uh, and delivering once a week. That was my day. Friday was delivery day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after two years, I, I brought somebody in to help me. And um, yeah, it's grown from there. But no, I would not want to go back to those early days. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine what makes what do you think
0: makes Sasha's fine food stand out in this space? I mean, you there are other people who do online groceries, yeah, absolutely. and deliveries.
1: So when we started, it was it was quite an empty space, mm-hmm. and uh, eight years down the line, it's it's actually a very crowded space right. now. Um, I think we stri- we're really strict and stay true to how I believe food should be sourced. So one thing that I think sets us apart is that I personally go and meet all of the farmers mm-hmm. and. Uh, kind of vet them, uh, have a look at their farms, uh, the animals, the people that work there. I think it's important to see that people are happy. You get a lot of information from people on the ground. Um, So I do that, and that's a big part of what I do now. Um, And the other thing is actually customer service, which... um, I think is how do you do customer service when you're an online business. We we have to be extremely responsive. Mm-hmm. So if anyone uh, has a question or an issue, we need to be really helpful and responsive. But also, we employ the most amazing drivers. Okay, so they are. They're so not you're not delivering anymore. I'm not delivering anymore. <laughs> I'm very, very happy to say. I've wrote my husband in as well a few times. He's not delivering anymore. I see. Uh, but no, we. I mean, source our drivers um, are gems, and it's very hard to find them. But mm-hmm. we, because people that are prepared to sit behind the wheel of a truck all day uh, don't always have great personalities and customer sure. service. They're not interested. They want to just hand over and move on. Our guys are amazing. Mm-hmm. They will. Um, there's a lot of communication. They'll come in. They'll ask you if you want your products putting away. They'll run through what you've ordered, tick everything off the invoice. And that really, I think, sets us apart. And also, I I try and be a yes kind of culture. So if a customer rings up and says, I know my delivery's due this afternoon, but can I add X, Y, Z? Mm-hmm. I always say to the team, say yes and put the phone down and work out how we're going to do it. Right. And I think people... That is
0: an older style of customer service, yeah, though. it
1: is. It is. It's, some people would say it's quite old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, logistically, it creates a few headaches. But I think a lot of our customers say to us that's what they like. They know that we will do whatever it takes to make the customer happy. Because at the end of the day, our customers are the most Have important. Have to be I'll, happy. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, they will go to one of our now many competitors
0: Okay. Uh, One of the things that I find very interesting is you said when you started out, it was a pretty empty space. Now Mm. it's a pretty crowded one. It is. Uh, What kind of trends have you seen emerging over the last few years within this online grocery space?
1: I think the first trend, um, well, the the most recent trend, I should say, is is probably the plant based movement. Um, So. the online grocery and and the bricks-and-mortar grocery stores are now starting to offer more meat-free alternatives. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big trend. Um, I started looking for those kinds of products back in 2017. Mm -hmm. It's taken me a while. Um, I think the industry has got a lot better in the last 18 months because...
0: It doesn't taste like cardboard anymore.
1: Absolutely. And a lot, you've no idea. I mean, some of the tasting sessions I did... um, I, I did a couple of trips when I was super excited and, and literally came back saying everything tastes of cardboard. It's got a terrible texture. And I, I like my meat, um, mm-hmm. but I'm also happy to try different things. And I think that space has now become really exciting. And the trend now is is definitely um, the more sort of flexitarian approach. Sure. And we launched our plant-based products a couple of months ago. And mm-hmm. it's the fastest growing trend on our website that we've ever seen.
0: You know, th- this trend actually makes me quite miffed because I was vegan until about six years ago. Oh. And part of the reason I, I had to move away from a vegan diet was, you know, the doctors are going, you're just not getting enough protein in your, in your diet. Mm. But now all this the, these new offerings actually do have a lot of protein built into their meat alternatives. They do. Uh, so and I think they're about six years too late for me.
1: Ah, that's so annoying. But but there's you know you can still you can still enjoy some of the plant. I do burgers. actually. Yes, yeah. I do. I mean, there's obviously some of the big names are now in Singapore. Mm-hmm. uh the Impossible and yep. Beyond Burgers, and I think they they're amazing. Yep. Um, and and we do offer the Beyond Burger. We're trying to get our hands on the Impossible, but it's not available on retail yet. Yes, just, no, just in the restaurants. We
0: actually did have the Impossible marketing director from the US in uh, not too long ago, and. And that could change sooner yeah, than later. I, th- I think it will. I, I think uh, it has to.
1: Yeah, the, the demand is there. Our, is absolutely our, there. The Beyond Burgers took off. Uh, they're the fastest mm-hmm. uh, takeoff product for us on our website. But we also work with quite a few uh, smaller uh, plant-based companies because uh, right. I tend to be drawn to smaller mm-hmm. smaller companies, uh, try and support them where I can. And so we've got some exciting products that have come in from the UK. And, again, there's some exciting Activity in Singapore, you know, people are growing, I'm not sure how I feel about this, but they're growing uh, meat in labs. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried one, not a fan. Not there yet? No, not not for me. Right uh, For me, because I do enjoy food, mm-hmm. I think the plant-based food's got to be really good to persuade yep. people to... Sure. People that are not vegan or um, vegetarian in some way, I think it's got to be really good. It's got to taste great to persuade people to make a shift
0: well they'll come along i'm sure mm. they'll yeah. have
1: to yeah they will otherwise they're not going to be able to compete yeah all right so what is next for sasha it's fine foods well we're going to keep doing what we're doing i think we have a, a strong sort of focus now on uh doing more in singapore mm-hmm. i think there's a lot more to do here um any plans to expand into the region we we've thought about it we have been contacted by uh people in thailand and mm-hmm. vietnam mm-hmm. Uh, we we nearly went down that route last year, but mm-hmm. decided to focus our efforts on Singapore for now. Okay, um, you know I, it's partly because I feel I only have so many hours in the day. You might end and up
0: being de- a delivery guy in <laughs> Thailand.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh, heaven <laughs> forbid! Yeah, uh, yeah, on the back of a, a scooter. Um, no, I think you know there's only so much bandwidth in, in what we can do, and I think there's just more to do here, and mm-hmm. and the the growth of the local produce. Um, Really excites me, and I think we just need to really focus in on on doing what we can here. And who knows? Who knows for the future?
0: Well, you know, one of the things I'd like to see you do is, I, I know you have local produce. I'd love to for you to shout out about it a little bit more.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can certainly do that. I think we've held back because we felt we haven't had that much to mm-hmm. offer. But actually, we brought in some local fish uh, probably a month ago. Uh, some local, locally farmed barramundi and mm-hmm. red snapper and it is sensational and we get that delivered to us fresh every day and that again is flying off the shelves so to speak
0: as a singaporean if if i see a you know stamp grown in singapore or whatever i will buy that
1: yeah good i good. will support
0: it i will buy it so
1: that's feel, really good to hear
0: feel free to shout about it mm. on your site yeah. and i I'll, and i'll go straight to it
1: yeah okay maybe we need a singapore section on our site why not yeah i mean it's it's a good idea and as we as it's growing literally week to week at the moment it, it's got to become a, a focus for our communications of, of what we're doing as a business.
0: Great. Well, then I might have to bring you back and we can talk about that <laughs> some more. Thank you so much, Sasha Colon, founder and CEO of Sasha's Fine Foods, for coming in, talking to us and, and explaining a little bit more of how you, how you went about starting a business. And I find it very, very, very cool that uh, you started out because you had to. It was a necessity. You wanted good quality food for yourself. Yeah. Now you're offering us good yeah. quality food.
1: Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you very much. You're on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.